This is a Media Lab podcast. Hello, this is Creative Block. My name is Kyle Marshall. I'm the owner of Media Lab YYC, which is located in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. This is a podcast where I get to talk to artists and creative entrepreneurs. It's not like I'm saying anything new when I say that the past year has been pretty rough. It's been rough for everyone, but especially those small business owners who needed to really think of creative solutions in order to survive. Bruce Tannis understands that sometimes people need to search for help, but most business websites are geared towards consumers finding businesses rather than businesses finding other businesses. So that's where Connect for Commerce comes in. Bruce has had quite a life so far, multiple different careers, but this idea has been percolating in his mind for quite a few years. I'm super excited to share his story with you, so let's do that. I'm going to thank some sponsors, and then when I return, it'll be my conversation with Bruce Tannis of Connect for Commerce. Creator Block is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. The Alberta Podcast Network promotes and supports Alberta-made podcasts and connects their audiences with Alberta-based businesses and organizations. This episode of Creator Block is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. Everyone wants to feel a sense of belonging. Now, more than ever, we are united by a desire to take action and help others by creating a community built on kindness and compassion. From small, creative projects to larger citizen-led initiatives, the Calgary Foundation provides grassroots grants to encourage and support people who want to create and strengthen bonds between neighbors and communities. If you've got an idea to improve, enhance, or revitalize your community or neighborhood, visit calgaryfoundation.org to find out more about the Foundation's grant opportunities, and visit the Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel. This episode of Creative Block is brought to you by Career Essentials, a new podcast from techlifetoday.ca and Nate. Career Essentials offers real-world advice and insight into different careers and career paths. It features the stories and experiences of Nate alumni with lessons for everyone. Discover perspectives, tools, and tips essential to career growth and success, no matter what stage you're at in your career journey. A recent episode you might find interesting features Jennifer Stang, who explains why she switched from a planned career in medicine to baking and owning Edmonton's Le Boule Patisserie and Bakery. She also shares how to recognize that maybe you're on the wrong career path and why you shouldn't ignore the signs. Find Career Essentials on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at techlifetoday.ca forward slash podcast. Bruce Tannis, thank you so much for joining me here today. Thanks for having me on the show, Kyle. You know, you, by the sounds of it, reading up a little bit about you, you've had uh, quite a few different hats in your professional career. <laughs> uh, maybe we can just start just to let people know uh, what it is that you are currently doing. Yeah, okay, thanks, Kyle. Um, so we have currently launched a website called Connect for Commerce. And the idea behind uh, Connect for Commerce is to be a marketplace for business. There's lots of marketplaces for consumers out there, such as uh, Kijiji and, and others. I've heard some advertised on the, on the TV recently, new ones and that sort of thing. But really, there's no uh, marketplace that concentrates on business needs and provides a little bit of advice 
um, and access to some experts and the whole uh, package. So that's what we've done. We launched that at the end of January. So it's still pretty early days for us, but we're, we're building a, a community and, and we're building the website as we go. I, you know, I always find that there is a moment when someone makes a decision, like there's a need that I need to fill. Like, was there something that you were trying to discover or do that was like, you know what? Someone needs to make this resource for people. Yeah, actually, uh, it's a good point. Uh, good question. Uh, for me, it actually was a number of years ago, believe it or not. Uh, I, I worked for Community Futures as a business coach and a lender. And uh, just working with a number of, of uh, businesses who were entering the market and some who were exiting the market, and they needed to find a place where they could, fi- uh, they could find the things that they needed for their business, whether that was experts. Like I was always being asked, where do I find an accountant? Where do I find, mm-hmm. you know, whatever? Because those things you used to look up in the yellow pages, but those days are gone, right? So, right, right. you know, where can I find an expert? Where can I, um, you know, where can I get some inventory for my business? Where can I sell something, you know, from my business that we're no longer using? So I kind of filed that in the back of my head. And uh, I, I ended up working for the government of Alberta for a number of years uh, in tourism. And uh, I kind of filed that in the back of my head thinking, Surely to goodness, somebody's going to do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so this uh, this last year when uh, the government laid off quite a few of their management staff, I was one of them. So I had to think about what I was going to do. And I, this idea came back to me and it, it didn't seem like the niche was filled. There was still other things out there, but nothing like this. I, I guess like what is your first step with that i mean when you when you know that this is something that you want to pursue was this uh finding the right people to help you like build out the website and and workshop the idea or were you doing this all by yourself first things first i had to follow my own advice for years and years i i was a business coach and a lender for community futures so i i always kept telling my clients first thing you got to do is do a little research and and build a business plan and then do the other things because I had clients who would build a website and they didn't know what their product was or their service or whether there was a demand or anything. So I actually joined a startup group just for, you know, that support that you get and uh, went through the process of building out uh, a business plan. And then, you know, researching during that, researching the company that would help us with our our website and uh, doing the branding and all that sort of stuff that follows along. Not as exciting as just go and build a website. But... Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I wanted to get more into Connect for Commerce, but let's go back a little bit. Uh, I, where were you born? Uh, so I'm an Albertan. I was born in, in High River, Alberta, which is uh, uh, not so far from Calgary. It's just south of Calgary. Small town boy. Were you in the town or were you like out on a farm or something? No, I always lived in town. No, never lived on the farm. But, you know, I got a chance to grow up with kids of farmers and cowboys mm-hmm. and cowgirls and that sort of thing. And so I know the life, but uh, yeah, I grew up in town. You know, something that I always find interesting to hear the answer of is, do you recall the first thing that you ever became obsessed with? 
Yeah, actually, um, it was photography, believe it or oh, not. Um, okay. So I think I got my very first uh, uh, camera when I was about two years old. My my parents gave me a camera, no film in it, and I would take mm. pictures of all kinds of things. My folks um, were well ahead of their time. Lots of people do uh, journeys out of the country now on working vacations, but that was not the case when I was a kid. And right. my parents went to Africa for a couple of years, and uh, my oh, dad wow. taught uh, teachers at a teacher training college. And uh, so for during that time, they gave me this little camera, and I snapped pictures of everything. Were, sorry, did you were you in Africa as well, or yes. were you still yeah, here? Yeah. Oh, wow. He, uh, my my parents dragged their two kids to Africa over the objections, strong objections of my my uh, grandparents at the time, which, mm. you know, people weren't doing that kind of stuff. then. now that's that's very much more common to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To take a working vacation somewhere else. Where where in Africa? A place called Uganda. What was that like, though? Like, do you recall much of that time period? I don't know. I was. Pretty yeah. Young. I was pretty young. I, I recall, like a lot of people when they're young, they recall their parents' stories more than they recall the actual, yeah, the actual uh, happenstance. I was, I was uh, two years old until I was four. So by the time we returned, I wasn't very young. I was still very, very young. Sorry. What was the first camera that you got that actually had film in it that you could take <laughs> pictures with? <laughs> well, I still have it on the wall behind me here in, in my office. I, I got a Yashica TL Electro X. It was a, a brood of a SLR camera, mm-hmm. single lens reflex uh, camera. So I, I started taking pictures with that, all kinds of things. And uh, I actually, uh, my uncle had been into photography and he had a bit of a dark room and a larger mm-hmm. So I, I actually started developing my own film. Back in the day, it was called Ilford Film. Um, it, was a, it was a very easy black and white film to develop. And uh, so I was about eight or 10 when I started doing right. that. And uh, I did that into my teens. I found girls. <laughs> <laughs> you, you never did that professionally, though. That was always just a hobby. No, I did. I did. And okay. actually do it. I, 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 um, I have worn a lot of hats in my life. I, it's uh, <laughs> just lots of interests, I guess. And uh, so when I lived in uh, uh, Jasper, I, I started a photo studio in Jasper. And then along came my first child. And and grandparents wanted us to be a little closer than Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we moved this photo studio and I changed it into an old time photo studio. And I had the old time photo studio in Banff. So I uh, mm-hmm. pursued that for a number of years, actually. And so like a lot of your listeners, you know, who are artists and that sort of thing, I, I love doing the artist stuff, but I had to learn business in order to do that. And, and, you know, if you, a lot of artists, people are creative by, by nature. And so they just have to tap in maybe to their, (laughs) to their uh, analytical side as well. And and as a photographer, it's that balance between technique and, and artistry. If there's no artistry, then you have something cold. And if you have no technique, you're not able to accomplish your vision. And there's a lot of that in business too. So it, it's not an entirely weird thing to, to marry the two. So yeah, for a long time, I, I did pursue photography. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have definitely noticed that the more that I've talked to other 
business people and there's people in my own network even that there is a creativity that you need to have in business, right? There is something to be said for like the analytical mind and being able to look at the numbers and all that sort of thing. But then there's also the creativity of like solving problems that you actually do need to use on a daily basis. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in my life have always found that I'm happiest when I have this balance between, you know, that creativity side and the technical side, I can live mm -hmm. in both worlds you know, purely creative or purely technical, but I find when I have the balance between the two, I'm the happiest because there are people who are far better technicians than me. They, uh, they can do accounting much better than me. They can handle all that mm -hmm. stuff. There are people who are far more creative than me, but you know, I, I find if I'm straddling the two, it, it works out really well. You know, we've, we've mentioned now a few times of the different hats that you've had throughout your career. What are some of those other jobs that you've done? I've owned several businesses over the years. Um, so I'm a serial entrepreneur and that's, you know, mm. what we put out there a lot, uh, given the kind of work that we're doing. But um, I owned an entertainment company uh, that helped me get through college. Um, I've owned, uh, it, um, I, I was involved in insur insurance after college for a little bit and uh, ran a nonprofit in Jasper before I started the photo studio and a retail store. I had a retail hmm. store and a photo studio in Jasper, as I mentioned, uh, the old time photo studio in Banff. The last job I had was uh, as director of tourism uh, for uh, helping small businesses build their tourism business. Right. Um, and doing investment attraction for tourism. So I've done a lot of different things, but they all have sort of some themes around it. Once again, that balance between, you know, technical and uh, creativity, uh, that seems to be where I like to live. And so that's kind of, kind of uh, the, maybe the thread that, that holds all these strange different experiences together. <laughs> for sure. Did you go to school at all, like university or college? I did both, actually. I, I went to uh, university and uh, my 21-year-old uh, self was very impatient. And so after three <laughs> years of university and not really deciding what my major was, I decided that I had, you know, maybe better, better get a career and get a job. And so I actually went from university to college to, to take a two-year diploma in business. Mm -hmm. It was just, um, I could have got into the faculty of management, but that would have taken more hoops. <laughs> sure. And uh, back in those days, nobody cared. You know, it, I had a friend who, uh, who had a two-year business diploma and he was doing very fine in, in corporate mm -hmm. world. And, and now people care, but back in those days, not so much. So the, the more I, I think about it, and maybe I'm just biased here, but, you know, I look at post-secondary uh, education and I think there's a lot of important stuff that you can go and learn there. I also feel that sometimes people feel compelled to do it like right after high school. And occasionally it might be nice just to like, you know, go and do like a, you know, your minimum wage job for a year or two or go on your like worldwide travels and stuff, because I think you wanted or understand more like what it is that you want to go for once you've had a little bit of experience in your life. But I don't, know, I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I have a daughter who's on the cusp of that. So I've been thinking a lot of it lately. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's turning 16 in a, in a few yeah. weeks. And 
you know, so she seems to know what she wants to do. And so if she wants to do it right after school, great. But, sure. you know, I certainly wouldn't be opposed to her to, you know, go and do a year gap year or something yeah. like that. Uh, back in my day, it was like, if you don't go to university right away, then, you know, you're never going, blah, blah, blah. Right. And I don't mm-hmm. think that that's necessarily the path that, that people take now. So, <laughs> yeah, a little more flexibility. You mentioned how you had that kind of like tourism company helping out other businesses with what their uh, tourism marketing could be. Uh, what made you stop that? Uh, well, actually, it wasn't a tourism company. I worked for the government of Alberta for the uh, the tourism division. Gotcha. The government of Alberta. And so there's two parts. There was two parts. The government of Alberta's tourism strategy. One was uh, within the government itself, uh, the tourism division, which was the part that was doing the development of tourism here in Alberta. So in other words, bringing on new experiences and helping helping new areas to develop tourism. And then there's the other side, which was Travel Alberta, which is the marketing side. Of, mm. And that's the side everybody's heard of. And, and uh, right. so what made me stop? A new government came in and said, well, we want to do it differently. And they, they reorganized the department and there's no tourism division anymore. It's just Travel right. Alberta. So, Gotcha. So the people who were in tourism division who were union got reorganized into other other areas. The management got laid off. <laughs> oh, well, I, I guess there's that uh, the flip side of this is now it made you pursue something that you're super passionate about. I, I've referenced this book a few times. I really should figure out who it was. The author was. But I just remember seeing it when I used to work at a bookstore. And it was called like, I'm glad I was fired. And it was about all these stories of like people who like they were fired and they went off to do like, like vastly better things after, after the, uh, after that happened, uh, not to force that perspective on you, but do you feel similar to that uh, sentiment? Well, look, um, I was, I was certainly enjoying the stuff that we were doing for tourism before, uh, things laid off. So that part I'm sad about, but. I always look at adversity and and that kind of thing as an opportunity as well, right? So when a door closes, a window opens or when, you know, that kind of um, optimistic viewpoint on life. So, you know, yeah, this this is an opportunity to do something maybe I, I wouldn't have done otherwise. Also, you know, three years ago or four years ago, my kids were much younger and, and uh, I wasn't willing to put that kind of effort and time into yeah. Um, into doing it, I am now. My kids are older; they're they're uh, much more stable in their in their lives, and so I have I have the time to do it. So I'm taking the opportunity to do it, and I think I've really tried to help for the last ten years. Small businesses that's been a big theme, and so Connect for Commerce is is uh, definitely along those lines. We're about helping businesses make connections. Be able to grow, sell, and learn. From your perspective, now that you've started Connect for Commerce, like what is some of those big challenges you see other businesses running into that you can help solve? Well, okay, so I mean, there's the the big elephant in the room right now. COVID nineteen has become not only a health crisis; it's become a crisis for small business. Yeah, um, you know, one in six businesses are considering closing according to the Federation of Independent Business. 
that is a massive number. So to kind of put it on a back of the envelope calculation that I did here, that'd be about 26,000 Alberta businesses. Particularly vulnerable are the, the businesses I used to work with a lot with my team. Uh, you know, hospitality, tourism, a lot of artists are, mm -hmm. are having a pretty rough time. And, and I think too, like this is me getting up on a soapbox in, in a little way here, but it's not like I'm worried about like the Starbucks of the world going under uh, throughout this, right? This is like those uh, locally owned mom and pop stores, people that are giving money back into the communities that they're a part of, like that can be very damaging to smaller towns uh, and uh, the places that you're growing up in. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so small businesses, just so you know, are defined as less than 100 employees, right. with the vast majority of them being less than 10 employees. However, <laughs> you know, those small businesses actually are about 75% of the employee, employees work for those small businesses. So, mm -hmm. you know, really, really important and impactful uh, here in Alberta to Albertans, to, you know, single moms, to people who, you know, are, are trying to raise a family whether they be in the city or whether they be in the rural areas mm -hmm. um so really important for connect for commerce i mean we can be there to help some of those small businesses that are exiting because we don't want to lose the entrepreneurial spirit maybe they cannot go on with their business at this point but you know they can mitigate the damage Right. And I've written an article on that. If, if you are thinking of exiting your business, I've, I've written an article right. and put that up on our on our blog about how to mitigate the damage from an emergency exit. And that might include putting some of your items up for sale on on Connect for Commerce so that you can pay some of your bills. So you maybe, you know, it's sad, but you've got to pay your employees before you exit. Right. You have to pay your taxes or things are going to be really bad. So. Well, that's the bad side. On the good side of Connect for Commerce, you know, there are going to be new entrepreneurs that come into the marketplace. They'll be looking for those things and maybe we can recover some of, of, of what we've lost. Uh, as you're starting this venture, like how do you keep yourself motivated? Well, okay. So part of that comes from the vision that I, I've had. Um, so when I left my photo studio, my old time photo studio in Banff, it was, it was the last uh, world downturn. And um, wow. so out of that, I, I made the decision uh, that I needed to, to help other entrepreneurs. And, and how was I going to do that? So that first move to that was, was uh, working with Community Futures, which is a, a nonprofit economic development agency that does business coaching and lending in rural areas. Um, so I did that for six years. And then I went and worked with small businesses through tourism. So I've been on a bit of a mission. Let me put it that way. So that mission kind of motivates me most days. You know, I have my days where I'm like, I don't want to get out of bed today. <laughs> like yeah. everybody else. right? Yeah. But, you know, day after day, I get to do some pretty cool things um, on, for Connect for Commerce. I get to learn new stuff because, uh, once again, you know, I'm learning technical stuff that I didn't know before. I learned what a pillar post was the other day, which I had no idea what, what that was before. That, that's a, a yeah. term in blogging. 
Uh, so I get to learn new things, but I also get to share my experience on the blog. Uh, you know, having been a business owner, having been a business coach, I get to write a little bit about about business and that sort of thing. So those things motivate me. And uh, mm-hmm. when I have to do my accounting, I just have to kick myself in the butt and just do it because <laughs> like everybody else in business, that might not be your favorite thing, unless you're an accountant. <laughs> right, right. I, you know, I should have asked this before. Like, do you have employees currently or is it your like sole proprietorship? Uh, right or- now I have uh, a few contractors that I'm working with. Um, uh, I have plans to be hiring an employee in the next couple of months, uh, to help us uh, with market coordination. And then in the fall, I'm planning to hire two more people, uh, to help with business development. Um, Mm -hmm. I've, I've rolled out a little bit slower, uh, this, this spring, uh, just because of COVID and COVID seems to kind of suck all the odd oxygen up right now. So That's very true. Yeah. As, as we could see the vaccinations coming on and stuff like that, we're going to go from, you know, launch to growth phase. And, and, and when we get into that growth phase a little more, uh, we're going to be expanding out from, from uh, Calgary and, and the Edmonton area and Alberta into the rest of the country. And so I'm going to need help for that, that particular for expansion. Sure. So. I mean, I'm I'm knocking on wood here right now, but I mean, it feels like we're like gearing up to have that uh, kind of like an explosion of revigorated business going on as more and more people get vaccinated and people feel more confident going out into public. I, I think, you know, in talking with other people, the optimism is there once we start to see the shots in arms. You know, I know mm-hmm. uh, for me, my parents are in their 80s. They got their shot. Um, my brother called me, he's, he's quite a bit older. His wife is, is in, in her, she's like 61. He's like 59. Uh, she just over the line there for the next Mm -hmm. group. So you can kind of start to see, you know, that move down the way. And I think as, as that's happened, people have started to say, okay, well, life is probably returning back to normal here shortly. We better start to think about where, where we're going from here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess as we round out the conversation here, uh, for the people that are listening in, what are the ideal people that should be coming on and utilizing Connect for Commerce? Oh, that's a fair question. So uh, Connect for Commerce is aimed for small business owners. So, uh, you know, if you're a small business owner or manager uh, of a small business, then we're the ideal site for you to, uh, to get on and learn a little bit more about small business. We have a small business blog every week. I'm putting out a new new article on different items, everything from working with the press to selling your business to mm-hmm. um, making sure you're goal setting and doing budgets and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, there's certainly lots of information on there as a marketplace. Uh, if you're looking to lease a space or you're looking to sell your business or looking to sell some inventory or buy some inventory or equipment, uh, check out our site. We have, uh, we also have a number of training companies on there. So if you're looking to train your employees, uh, we've got a couple of training empl- uh, companies on there. There's one that does Microsoft training, another one that does, you know, team training and that sort of stuff. So, you know, definitely, uh, the idea behind the site is is to you know as I said it's a marketplace for business it's it's 
feed that way to get a little bit of advice, find some professionals, you know, buy or sell the things that you need and learn and grow. Is there anything that you're personally excited about for the immediate future over the next, the next few months? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've been in the launch phase, the early days phase. And, and, and as I alluded to earlier, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to uh, moving into the next gear. We've been kind of in first gear. Now we're going to, you know, so over the next few months, our plans are to hire some new people and to grow the site some more here in Alberta first, but uh, to start moving out into BC and Ontario. So that's pretty exciting as far as I'm concerned. And, uh, you know, to, to have a team again and be a little less isolated <laughs> <laughs> and and just have a chance to get out there too i i really like everybody else we're kind of i'm kind of uh done with being at home all the time I, yeah i think i think most people are I, I i look forward to getting out and doing a little bit of person-to-person networking as well mm-hmm. so uh you know i think i think the site will grow it'll it'll uh i'm i'm looking forward to that and i'm looking forward to the opportunity to to get out there, meet some people, and to expand uh, throughout the country. So the the website is connectforcommerce.ca. That's the number four that is going to be uh, in that URL. Is there other ways that people can find you online? Yeah, um, we're uh, we're available through social media. Uh, we're on Twitter as well. Uh, C for commerce. Uh, they wouldn't let me do the whole connect for commerce thing. So C mm-hmm. for commerce uh, is our handle on Twitter. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, obviously, because we're a business business site. And then finally, of course, Facebook as well. Uh, so you can check it out. Uh, we put out usually a couple of posts a week. Most of those posts have some educational component. I don't believe in uh, just talking for talking's sake. So, sure, you know, uh, there's a usually an educational component, and so some of them would probably interest you as as a as a business owner, or you know, even if you're an artist, whether you believe so or not, you're in business. <laughs> right. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. Uh, well, thank you so much, Bruce. Well, thanks for having me on, Kyle. I appreciate it. Have a great day. You too. Thanks to the Alberta Podcast Network, to Calgary Foundation, and to the Career Essentials Podcast this week. If you have suggestions for people you'd like me to talk to, even if that's you, please send those to info at medialabyyc.com. And most importantly, thanks for listening. Let other people know if you enjoy it. We'll be back again in a couple of weeks. Have a great day. 